Good evening, godless sodomites. <laughs> Nothing cooler than riding down the street uh, in my minivan, bl blasting the ghetto boys. Hey, I so, do it. Um, I get yeah. it, man. Uh, but, uh, Mind play tricks on me. That's their song. Uh, Okay, yep, I have that on here. <laughs> um, but uh, welcome to the Excommunication Station. I'm your host, Chaz. I am joined by Chrissy and Donovan. How are you both? You go. Oh, God okay. Damn it. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing, Chaz? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Uh, took today off of work because my foot was hurting me, so I uh, figured I'd be take care of myself for the rest of the week nice yeah, that's fair. yeah so you don't realize how much your feet do until one of them starts hurting and you're like i can't live with this fucking pain and inconvenience yeah yeah so yeah. i uh it's prime week so i, I feel you got that mandatory ot right now nice <laughs> r.i.p optimus prime yeah yeah jesus <laughs> Yeah, Jeff Bezos is getting a new rocket ship, I guess. Man, the uh, good. Uh, Stay up there, you fucking parasite. I hate Bo Burnham because that's literally all I sing in the back of my head while I'm there. Just, oh, that song is stuck. It was stuck in my head earlier because I ordered uh, patio furniture from Amazon, and yeah. my husband went, "Thanks, Jeffrey Bezos," and I like. <laughs> For a good two hours, that was on loop in my head while I was like hanging out with my kids and trying to talk to people. Just Very nice. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. My favorite part of that whole no, song is you again. did it. <laughs> <laughs> you won capitalism. Good job. Well, we are your hip new youth pastors and. Oh. Oh, Donovan, I changed the song. Sorry, for this we're week. doing a punk. Oh, okay, uh, okay. I just had a mini panic attack. Yeah, good. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna skip that song this week. We're gonna do it next week. Okay. Uh, because you just said something in the chat that just spontaneously popped in my head. Okay. And it's time to get biblical. Biblical. <laughs> time to get biblical. Let's get into Bibles, y'all. Let me see your Holy Spirit talk. Your Holy Spirit talk. Let me see your Holy Spirit talk. Your Holy Thank Spirit you. talk. Yeah, there we go. I hate Thank it. you, Donovan. Uh, is, is that the reason you took an extra second? <laughs> Why? Yes. To write that? To write that oh, song yeah, in your head? Yeah. No, 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 no. I was just sitting outside smoking some weed and it came into my head. So That's fucking beautiful, uh, man. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Uh, but, uh, so, uh, Oh, oh, oh my I god. Have, I don't Dude, have an Inquisition question. Really weird fucking uh, parallel moment. The last episode that I listened to of the, an old po episode of our podcast, we were talking about Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta because the guy at the end of the uh, True Love Waits documentary sounded like John Travolta. So, yeah. For real? It's a, it's a glitch in the Matrix, man. I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention okay, the fucking... The, the fucking the church that just unveiled all that shit and made that movie too. That that's all right. It's so weird that you mentioned Glitch in the Matrix like right this second because 
seriously, my husband earlier was like, have you seen those glitch in the matrix videos? And it is, that's also been in my head. And now you're talking about it. Now I'm going to freak out that I'm in the matrix. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I have a new uh, inquisition question. So guys, this is the inquisition. I'm scared. What's your favorite movie made by a Scientologist? Battlefield Earth. Some, That's I, the I'll only give, correct answer. Battlefield Earth. Well, I'll give you some names. Uh, of course, we have Tom Cruise. We have uh, we have Elizabeth Moss from um, Hands Made Tale. Wait, what? Or, the best movie or the best actor? The no, the best movie made by one of these: Giovanni Ribisi, John Travolta. Oh God, no! I forgot. Christy Alley. Uh, Kirstie. That was Kirstie for Giovanni Alley. Ribisi, by the way, because fuck oh, the okay. other people. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a whole bunch of others, but I don't think Isaac Hayes is a Scientologist. Holy crap. That makes sense. Uh, That's why he left uh, South Park, I think. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So who, what's your favorite movie made by one of those people? I stand yeah. by what I said. <laughs> Shaft. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, uh, let's see. No, I honestly had the boiler room. I think that was his best movie. God, but he's in so many good ones. Like for real, Saving yeah. Private Ryan. Uh, yeah, he's in both Ted's as like one of the best villains of all time. Uh, John Travolta had uh, Powder. And, uh, Michael, uh, Michael in Broken Arrow. Um, I'm sorry, and, uh, Face Off was his best. His no, yeah. well, Battlefield Earth, Earth uh, was his best. Face Off is a very close second. For, guys, we're no, forgetting Paul the greatest. Fiction. No, the greatest trilogy of all time. Look who's talking. Oh my god. Oh fuck leave, yeah, leave you're right. Leave the chat. Uh, leave the chat. I'm no, sorry. you are correct. <laughs> Do you not remember Look Who's Talking Now when we had Rocks voiced yes. by Danny DeVito? Oh my god. Why did I even why did I pick, the, pick this question? You get up um, nope, choice made. Look who's talking so, oh, now. Right. Wait, wait, wait. You know who else is a, a Scientologist? Is Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. So all that. of them. Oh, oh, you did? Yes. Yeah. I didn't hear you. The handmaid's tale? Is yeah, it's all ruined. It's all ruined. Uh, yeah, I thought it was kind of hypocritical for her to be part of this and do that show, and uh, I didn't was not a fan of the last season. Um, I haven't watched but, uh, it. Yeah, it's um, too triggering for me. Honestly, I can't. I think really it's very good. It. I, I just the last season was I didn't think it was very good. But uh, um, I'm trying to think of Tom Cruise movies that would be up there as best. Oh, movies. Edge of Tomorrow is great. I like that movie. That oh my so god, awesome. I love that movie. Yeah, that's a good uh, same one. thing with uh, War of the Worlds. I loved. Um, I guess it's. I'm sorry. It's are we good, forgetting but... um, Maverick? Hello. I didn't. No, thanks. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I'm not a. I'm not a. Uh, I like Legend. Fan. I haven't seen the new one. Yeah, Legend's a good one. The Outsiders, even though you had like a minor part. Um, yeah, I'm never. I'd see, I didn't think that movie. I am incensed that you won't even consider Maverick, the blockbuster hit of the summer. But that's got Mel Gibson in it. You see what I did there? You see what I did? Yeah, I know. You're talking about Mel Gibson and uh, uh, what's that dude name? The old dude. Sam Elliott, uh, right? And Jodie Foster. Forster. Forster. Yeah, Jodie Forster. Um, the that's how you fuck say are you guys it. talking about? 
It's a nineties movie. movie where he's like a Maverick. poker player. Maverick. Yeah. Stagecoach. Never mind. Um, it was a stupid but, uh, joke. I'm yeah. sorry. Tom Cruise, <laughs> no. What about what about Tropic Thunder? Ooh. Oh. Oh yeah, I forgot he's in that. That's so, interesting. Les Grossman. Yeah, I take I'd a step put... back and fuck your own face. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna put that up against uh, Pulp Fiction as two two the be- the two best. Those are good. Um, but Edge of Tomorrow is up there, too. Yeah, I like Edge of Tomorrow a lot. Yeah. God damn. All right. Anything anything with time travel. And That's that, me. I would call yeah. that time travel. Anything with that, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. I love oh, anything yeah, with time it. travel, multiverses, anything like that, where it fucks with yeah. the timeline. I dig that stuff yeah. because <laughs> my timeline has sucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? But, uh, Why? I forgot about Rain Man, which has one of my favorite lines in it ever. That ever. Uh oh, fart. And uh, I say that on pretty much a daily basis. <laughs> That's another movie this... I just can watch. I was like, I don't yeah. get the appeal of this at all. <laughs> uh, no. And his, yeah, as someone who has has worked and advocated for autistic people for like a lot of years now, oh, that movie is so damaging. Fuck. Oh, fart. My favorite thing about anything with Dustin Hoffman in it is like the allegations that have come out about him. Like Hook yeah, is my wife's Hook is my wife's favorite movie. Like because she has a lot of like memories with it and stuff from childhood. So okay, <laughs> I like. I love making fun of that movie now because of Dustin Hoffman. I I'm really sorry, and I'm, I know some some audience audience members are going to disagree with me, but Hook is a piece of shit movie, especially being a Stephen Spielberg. Thank you. Movie, it is. Thank you. Shit. Did you not notice how I prefaced with that that she had a lot of childhood memories with it? Yes, yes. But I'm just <laughs> saying it. that like it, it, like. Even back then, I didn't really like it, and even now, like looking back on it, and not just allegations, but just watching. See, it that's now, how I feel about it. Is a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> that's how I feel about Hocus Pocus, like a hundred percent. Oh my god! Right, everyone's so excited about the I second one, fucking... and I'm like, do we? Do you remember <laughs> yeah, how problematic that movie is? From? It's so stupid. It's boring. It's like the it's it's just cheaply made, and like yeah. the performances, except for the witches, are horrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yes. Uh, Send your hate mail to uh, <laughs> xcompod at gmail.com. To Guys, Don- so- does it attention Donovan? So I'm glad we had that meeting before we recorded to like have like talk shit about really popular movies so people will finally give us some traffic. I'm glad that worked out, guys. <laughs> you can cut that, Chaz. That's just that's yeah, just that's, that's fine. Talk. Um, yeah. but, uh, hey, speaking of, we really like all the uh, emails we've been getting lately. Thank you. Please do that more. Oh yeah, yeah I was going to say before we jump into our prayer here. Um, yeah, uh, thanks for the emails. We've gotten a couple and a couple of messages on Facebook. Uh, I got a couple on Reddit because uh, they posted hey! some of the awesome. of the episodes in there. Um, thank you so much for the kind words, and uh, we're glad we're helping every single one of you. And selfishly, this is helping ourselves. And you are helping um, us also. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. your, no, your it's words it's really nice. Inspiration to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, yeah, Donovan, do you have something to something to say about the emails or or anything? Well, I was going to read one that was sent to us by a listener if you guys want are okay with that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Right, he just... he gave you permission to uh, Yeah. Uh he or she, I don't know, the the name is a bit Yeah, I'm not sure um, either. I just ambiguous. know the name is Cal. They. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't so, yeah, whatever. They yeah. uh gave permission, so so we received this email. It was uh, 
a response to one of our Columbine episodes. So this is from Cal, and it says, Hi, friends. I'm not exactly sure what your email is for, but hearing y'all talk about Columbine sparked a memory <laughs> for me. And I wanted to share one of my own experiences of being indoctrinated to be a martyr for Christ. I went to a small private Christian school in the Dallas-Fort Worth suburbs. I wasn't alive for Columbine, but I was a kid in school when Sandy Hook happened. I was in sixth grade at the time, 11 years old. I guess my school saw the tragedy as an opportunity to use our fear to make us get that martyr mentality, so they told us the stories they insisted that were absolute fact of Cassie and Rachel. After our teachers told us these stories, they brought us to the cafeteria and told us we'd be acting out some of it. The warning did not prepare me for how scary it would be. They had us hide underneath the cafeteria tables and stay quiet. Even in regular active shooter drills, all the kids would usually be joking around, but this time we were dead silent. The two male teachers then slowly walked around the room through the lines of the tables, while sounds of gunfire played intermittently over the loudspeakers throughout the exercise. It couldn't have lasted more than a few minutes, but it felt like an eternity to me. Afterwards, they took us to the chapel and told us more stories of modern martyrdom. It's like someone wrote a handbook for how to uh, traumatize children. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't I still don't really know what their goal was to help us better understand how scared those kids were to better appreciate and aspire to the strength of Cassie's faith to prepare us to be willing to die for our faith or to make us feel guilty for not believing hard enough. Whatever the goal was, it was effective. From that day All on, I was, Yeah, right. From that day on, I was sure I would respond the same as Cassie did. As my faith wavered, I even wished that I would die for Christ, that I could die for Christ. Oh. Because then I would for sure make it into heaven. I wasn't even a teenager and my school made me want to die for their God. It's almost been 10 years, 5 since I left Christianity, and still I'm shaking as I'm typing this. Anyway, thank y'all for doing everything you do. I only started listening to the podcast recently, but it has already been really helping for my helpful for my mental health. It helps a lot knowing that I'm not alone in my experiences and that there are people like me who thrive in spite of their past. Wishing all the best, Cal. Mm. Cal, you made me cry. Me in a good you, way. Cal. Um, yeah. Uh, the only reason I, I really wanted to share that was... Uh, just so people know, you know, they're not alone. And because of how, like, I know we don't have any experiences with shooting drills. Yeah, yeah, don't. But, um, yeah, I, I get that you still have those feelings. Um, and uh, it's completely understandable. And I even get that feeling of, like, I want to die for Christ because you feel like your faith is wavering and the only way yeah. to solidify that is like with like the most you can do you know mm -hmm. we do this in our relationships where you know we see something falling apart and we go to the extreme sometimes to try to save it um, overcompensating and, yeah absolutely and so most of the time it's the wrong thing to do so yeah. um i completely get it and it's completely understandable and uh you're not alone and i think everybody's been there maybe not to the point of wanting martyrdom but the point of like i'll do anything to try to get my faith back to where everybody else thinks it should be yeah um, so, and that but that guilt too yeah that i know we've yep. all felt for not believing that we believed enough like mm -hmm. why why can't i believe hard enough and why yeah. am I not that good panic enough? even yeah that not guilt, just guilt like, but panic the anxiety. of like fuck i'm gonna go to hell yeah. if I, am i am i doing this right fuck 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I was reading it near the end, like, then I felt the anxiety, like, creeping back in from feeling that way. It was, it's, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Cal, for sharing that again. Yes, yeah. thank you very much. I appreciate really it. Means a lot. Um, and, uh, yeah, you're welcome to email us too. Uh, we're not necessarily going to read them on the air, uh, but or on the air. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> we're on the radio. radio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, unless you want us to, and we're more than happy to. Um, but uh, unless yeah. it's like laced with profanities that talks about how dumb we all are, I, we oh, might I not read that, that one. I'll happily, I'll happily uh, if it's that. funny. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not funny. What? Do, what, do you, what in the hell are you guys doing? Don't encourage people to write abusive emails. What the fuck? Oh, I, I it's like attention. Getting roasted. I need, yeah, I just I like <laughs> I like attention. <laughs> Even if it's a negative attention, it's still attention. Right. Um, I was a class but, uh, clown for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we need to do Christ. the most important thing now, and that is to pray. So hold the hand of the person next to you and bow your heads. And if you're driving, let Jesus take the wheel. After Derek and I got married, one night, this other Derek appears in our bed. The real Derek is lying down next to me. Other Derek sits right up out of it. It startled me. I knew that was not Derek. And so I asked this critter, who are you? because he clearly wanted to have sexual relations. And I said, he said, come on, I'm your husband. I said, who are you? And he had the nerve to claim to be Ahasuerus, Xerxes. Well, other Derek seriously wanted to invite me to use my free will to do something that was going to pull me away from God. So this last time, I knew he was really desperate. And I asked him again, who are you? He told me the same answer, and I said, I'm not going with you. This was an internal dialogue. Finally, I said, I've had enough in my mind. I reached up. I grabbed his face. And I said, you are a liar, and Jesus is real. And I pulled that face off, and beneath it was a reptile. And he had little creatures with him this time. He brought these little halfling creatures, and they looked like, I don't know, gargoyles. They were very reptilian as well. So beneath that face of Derek was a reptilian serpentine creature probably similar to what was visiting the Anasazi. Well, I saw her last night. What a beautiful sight. I couldn't believe I had a chance at sweet romance. Then it dawned on me. Reality with her power of love, she had over me, thinking like heaven. 
So uh, this episode is in response to the Supreme Court's overturn of Roe. It's very fresh, and some of uh, this is going to be completely reactionary because I wrote this, the majority of this, I think, uh, the night after uh, Roe was overturned, uh, sitting in the back and, of my yard for a couple hours. So, And hi, friends. I just want to throw this out there. Trigger warning for... Uh, very graphic talks about abortion and yes. um, some pretty triggering stuff. So listen yeah. at your own peril. Yeah, discretion. Um, <laughs> peril. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've asked. Uh, I ask you guys to write stuff out uh, so we can stay on top, on point, and uh, you know, so we can avoid saying stuff like Norwegian black metal had the right idea. But uh, with a with a few things uh, on this podcast, besides talking about our trauma and experience, we also talk about history. Uh, so let's do the first thing we always do, and let's unload on our listeners of uh, about our trauma and experiences. Phrasing, um, man. Phrasing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my mother. I don't, I don't get enough Archer jokes in my life. My uh, my mother was a hardcore pro-lifer. Uh, she was one yes. of those people who has, I knew who you were when you were in the womb or some bullshit like that sticker on our car yeah. since I was a child. Um, is it the she, bite, is it the verse where it's like he yeah. did us together in, our, in the womb? Yeah, whatever it is. Um, yeah. There was no exceptions for abortion in her mind. Uh, she is extremely anti-woman. Um, but, uh, if I was a betting man, I'd put money on that. My stepfather paid for a few abortions in his day. Uh, but he was more of an anti-gay anti-woman more than anything than more, let's say anti-abortion specifically. Uh, oh, it but, sounds uh, less threatening. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know I explained to you guys before, um, when I was a kid, they had those political scorecards they handed out in church and they were all based on whether or not somebody was pro-life or not um so that was indoctrinated into me at a very young age um just about every two years for an for like a midterm um but uh or general election um but uh i knew what pro-life was uh in that if you weren't pro-life you were pro-death uh it wasn't until we left our first church in the early 90s that i went full head into the deep end Chrissy and I talked about how we both had to do speeches for March for Life. Uh, it was part of my English grade. Uh, there was an abortion clinic near our school. If we were going somewhere as a school in our shitty bus that we had, we would boo as we drove by if we saw no one, pro no one protesting outside. Uh, if we saw protesters, we would drive by and cheer for them. Uh, we threw away music musicians we would learn uh, if they were pro-life or not uh, marches and pro-life events were the norm um, when I started getting into punk and hardcore uh, I was into a lot of Christian bands in the same vein uh, I'm going to throw out some names here uh, X Disciple XAD NIV Pensive uh, and others all had distinctly pro-life songs and went in line with some of the more hardline hardcore bands in the secular world I was getting into like Earth Crisis 
uh, it really wasn't until high school that I ever really conf was confronted about this belief I had um, until after high school. I, I mean, um, in the summer of 1989, my girlfriend and one of her friends uh, absolutely destroyed my naivety about the subject and pretty much forever changed my views on this. Um, I remember the next time I was asked about my beliefs on the subjects, I kind of went, eh, I don't know, and it kind of grew from there. Um, I remember sitting on my girlfriend's couch, and the topic came up, and they asked me, and I was like, uh, I don't really believe abortion is right and shouldn't be done, and, like, they just, like, kind of lit me up, yeah. um, and, uh, like, gave them. me, yeah. uh, kind of corrected a lot of the facts that I had wrong um, about everything. Those moments um, are fucking terrifying, though. <laughs> they are, but uh, I have learned to embrace them. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've taken a lot of things out of those uh, instances. Um, I, I think... I think yeah. If I mean, you're not ready to learn something, then I, I think it takes somebody with an open mind. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just not patting, yeah, yeah. I'm I was just, just saying. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry. I mean, no, go ahead. No, that that vast that vastness of realizing, like, yeah, I, I don't know about the subject that I thought I knew about, and mm -hmm. there's all of this information that I am I was yeah. not privy to. That is yep. terrifying. That is mm -hmm. very yeah, terrifying. Yeah. It's like, oh, holy shit. Yeah, I meant basically like the the first instance of it, like you're talking about. Yeah, where you're just like, this is all I've known. This isn't right. I'm sorry. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was. I, I I was realized I was in really in over my head about like mm. ten seconds into the conversation, and uh, really had no idea what I was talking about. And uh, yeah, a lot of it was laid out and, you know, they were friends too. So, mm -hmm. I mean, they weren't like, get the fuck out of here. You know, they right. were like, you know, this is what you're completely missing and this is what's wrong and what's fake and like what you're mm -hmm. being learned and taught and everything learned. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, uh, my views have always been, uh, a black and white on this matter. Good versus evil. Evil when it came to rape and incest or life or the mother, there was very little room uh, for those lines in in the life that I was living, uh, but there um, was there was none for me. Yeah, um, none. Yeah, I was always uh, told two wrongs don't make a right. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but with that, uh, I think towards the early two thousands is when I completely grew out of anything pro life and basically became more of pro-choice of like just letting somebody decide and like having that up to whoever um even to the state's decisions and now i've been progressing year after year after year where i'm you know yeah let's norwegian black metal had the right idea so you know it's like i'm okay I'm at, for people I, who are listening who don't know what you're referencing please explain <laughs> it <laughs> uh, the Norwegian black metal in the early 90s was really uh, violent and they burnt a bunch of churches down um, but uh, yeah I'm not advocating that I'm just saying hey uh, well you are 
Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, politically. I'm advocating for it. Um, right, Hypo- uh, like hypothetically in yeah, a metaphorical mentally, sense. Mentally, yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's um, I've come a long way, and uh, that old adage of when you get older, you get more conservative has been the absolute oh opposite for me. Yeah, <laughs> I think our generation um, has proven that wrong because we're all yeah. getting older and more like mad just yeah. mad I didn't I don't, we never really talked about it in my household it was just like it was just wrong and bad and horrible and mm-hmm. fucked up and anyone who did it was you know a Jezebel you know yeah and just like some I didn't even Murderer. know anybody who did it who had one until old I was older uh, until mm-hmm. I moved away. I, honestly, I probably did, and yeah, no fucking you just way. didn't know. You didn't right, know. and then that's not my no one's place to know, but the person absolutely. But there's no way they're also gonna fucking tell anybody in that environment. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but so that but that's that for for me. But as I got older and stuff, it was obviously for me. It was I was the same way where I was like, it's bad. It's just you're killing a kid. That's horrible. Why are you doing that? It's fucked up. And then I'm like as I got older and talked to people and stuff and understood a lot more <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, I, this isn't about anything that I should be talking about. Why the fuck am I even talking about this? This isn't what the fuck, you know, I just, yeah. Two things. If, if you don't mind, uh, no, 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 what no, was cool. your, what was your wife's view? Cause I know you guys met when you were younger, but like, what was her view on, on it? Or did you guys um... not even talk about it until, I don't think we ever, t- we always recently. talked, no, 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 we've, we talked about it eventually. I just don't remember yeah. when we always talked about having kids and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think by the time I met her was by the time that I was kind of figuring shit out on my own. And by yeah. that time I was at least like, <clears throat> I mean, I don't mean to say at least like, cause it's still fucked up, but I was like progressing a bit to where I, I was like, uh, it's ev- whoever wants that's their choice for me i would you know i i would want this and if under these circumstances you know i was that yeah. th- of that mind by the time mm-hmm. i met her but now i'm just, i have two yeah. daughters and stuff and honestly at this point i've realized that i've gone back to that same coping mechanism where i'm like it's going to be okay it's going to be okay where i haven't really thought about the impact of what's going on mm-hmm. for my kids because i don't yeah. want to so that's where I'm yeah. at with this right now. I just, I, I don't want to talk. Like, I don't want to have a voice in, in any way except for giving a voice to somebody who should. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I don't. That I don't was going to be my second point. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just, I understand that mentality. I understand yeah. that mentality, but, um, you, I think we have to understand mm-hmm. the power dynamics in society of where white cisgender males right. Right. have a power that nobody you know and, and I'm not over inflating and I'm not like patting no. myself on the back or anything but it's a, it's a reality mm. no we know you're not that's patriarchy yeah. <laughs> the more white cisgender males that sit on the sideline mm-hmm. and don't have a voice and don't say this is fucked up and I'm going to stand with these people right is is the is going to be 
uh, the longer this is going to go right. on. Right, and, and so, I'm agreeing with you 100% on yeah. that. I'm, what I was referring to is my own personal belief when it comes to what is my thought on abortion. As yeah. My thought is I don't have a thought because I shouldn't. It's not up to me. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't have a say in that. But when it comes to standing up for that and stuff, absolutely, I agree with you. That, yeah. I, and you, I, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I actually am um, glad you said that because that's a clarification I did want to make. <laughs> yeah, so... This is partly why we're doing this episode is, uh, you know, um, I mean, I've made jokes to you guys too about it where I'm just like, I don't know what to, I'm worried always. Cause I just, no. I'm just, there's been too many fucking dudes weighing in on this shit. And it's like, I don't, it's, I don't want to drown. It's, it's such a fucking weird line. Honestly, like I told Chaz, I'm more nervous about this one because I just, I wanted to, it's so I don't know I don't know. There's there's too many of the wrong dudes, chiming in on this. Yeah, I just um, yeah. There's and there's too many dudes trying to mansplain things uh, about women's bodies that I'm not going to do because uh, uh, my wife is still teaching me things about women's bodies that I didn't understand because I know I was because you never had sex, sex ed as yeah. a child. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't learn any of that shit, and even it, you know, my kids know more about the the human body than I do. Um, yeah. Especially at their age, I didn't know anything until I started looking at porn, you know. And I'm just like, oh, that's mm -hmm. what that does, you know. And um, that's not the way you should learn. Um, no. And uh, but yeah, so um, I completely where you get where you're coming from, but. Um, but Chrissy, hmm? we need to go into you a little bit and your background. Yeah, probably and... would be a good idea to let her talk right now. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, because we, we had initially shared a bunch of this on the episode I recorded with just you and me where the audio mm -hmm. got fucked up. Um, mm -hmm. So this is your time to shine. Um, so, oh, yeah. And what a, yeah. what a star I'm going to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about my abortion. Um, so it, nine years ago, I guess it is now. Yeah, nine years ago, uh, I got pregnant with my first child and everything was great. We were su super happy. Uh, we had, um, a bunch of names picked out everything was going great until uh i had a like the 20 week anatomy scan mm. so i'm already halfway done with the pregnancy mm -hmm. and then they called the doctor in the room and there was there were some concerns there had not been concerns before this um so we had some tests run and an amnio and the baby was not compatible with life. Mm -hmm. um, he had so many defects. Um, he had it's called trisomy 18. It's a, it's a third um, 18th. You know how like down is a trisomy of like 21 or 22 this is a trisomy of 18. um and basically boys who get it 
every once in a while it happens, especially with the chimera cases, but really if they live past one, it's like a miracle. Mm-hmm. Most of them die in utero, which is what ended up happening with Samuel. Um, he, you know, things were, we found all this stuff out when I was 21 weeks and it was a lot to process. Um, at 22 weeks, he had no heartbeat. We found that out two days before my baby shower, uh, which then was canceled. Um, and then, uh, he didn't want to come out and that can be really dangerous. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I was given two choices. I lived in Riverside, California at the time. So I could go to Irvine, which is in Orange County. Yeah. And on a good day, that's about an hour and a half in traffic. It's like four hours. Um, I had a choice to go there to a hospital and be, have my labor induced, or I could stay home and go to the Planned Parenthood four blocks away and be able to like be at home and recover at home. So obviously I chose the place right by my house. Yeah. So I had to go to Planned Parenthood, going through the most emotionally devastating thing I had experienced so far in my life. And as I'm walking in visibly pregnant, people had pictures of chopped up dead babies and called me a murderer. Mm-hmm. So I went out and spoke to them for a little bit. And I just said, Hey, you know, here's my story. Um, if you believe that every life is precious, I just want to remind you that I'm a person too. Yeah. And I will carry this trauma forever and seeing these horrible traumatic pictures that you guys wave around like they're nothing is incredible. I mean, I went to PTSD therapy for quite a while about that. It's not great. Not just that, you know, like the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had to go over two days and uh, both days I was there, I was called a murderer and shown pictures of chopped up dead babies, which, Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, And that's really when I started turning away from the church. Until then, I was still, maybe, you know, like dabbling in agnosticism. Yeah. But that's pretty much when I was like, oh, okay. So this is all just bullshit. Uh, so yeah, you know that was just a few bad my, apples, though, Chrissy. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so what I'm saying is, my my case is is not the norm. Okay, I'm I know I'm an outlier, and I'm fine with that. But what I'm also what I'm saying is, for whatever reason you need an abortion, it's fine, even if it's just you like to fuck and you accidentally got pregnant. Who cares? Abortion yep. is health care. Yep. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your body mm-hmm. is your own. 
You can, yeah. I mean, yeah. every person who tells me, oh, well, that's a life too. I'm like, fine, remove it and let it live. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not a thing? Okay, well, then, let's talk more about it. I really wish there was a way for science to figure out for a way for like you to just take it out and give it to somebody else that says that. That'd be dope. Well, and the thing is, is the other thing I asked all those people who were showing me pictures of chopped up dead babies, I asked them how many kids they adopted. Yeah. Not one. Not a fucking one. Yep. I'm not saying that if you do adopt kids, it's okay to to give people shit about abortions. I mean, you just did adoption. Uh, no, adoption is not the same as abortion. If you don't want to let your body be used for that mm -hmm. amount of time and risk death, that's okay. You don't yeah. have to go through right. with it. Um, but I think, well, I have a lot of thoughts about the adoption industry, and this is not the appropriate time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we'll go over the adoption industry at some point. Um, I'm sure. I have many thoughts about it. Yeah, I got especially money. Especially yeah. the white saviors who only yep. adopt little kids from third world countries so they can parade them around church. Okay, sorry, not the time. Yeah, not and so they can beat them like the people in the pearls episode. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I got into a debate with somebody the other day online about, uh, how great Christians are with, uh, the foster care and adoption agency industry. And, uh, why do you think I'm, I'm on Facebook time now? Yeah. <laughs> I got, I just got it on Instagram cause that, that old high school buddy was back again, trying to start shit with nice. me. I'm just I'm so tired of it. Like I don't even argue with them anymore. I'm just like you're in a cult. You're in a cult. Yeah. How dare yeah. you say my religion's a cult? I'm not talking about your religion, bro. I'm talking about your organization. <laughs> talking yeah. about the fucking church. Read the Bible yeah. all you want, brother. Believe in Christ all you want. Try to emulate that motherfucker if you want. I don't give a shit. Follow it all you want. The organization. But give me my bread and fish. Yeah. Yep. I'm so fucking just I hate these fucking <sighs> motherfuckers, dude. Yeah. Um so with that, we're going to go into a little bit of the, the history, history of, the, these motherfuckers. of these motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> now, we're not going to carry cover every aspect of it, and we're not going to carry cover every organization. You literally couldn't. Not yeah, in one episode, man. Um, well, this is just like kind of a broad history, and then a couple episodes coming up, we have some other things planned. Um, but yeah, uh, let's uh, dive into this. Um Oh, God. Uh, you ready? So... Are you excited? <laughs> it's going to be really fun. Let's talk more. Uh, uh, it's just... Guys, yeah. what could be the most holy and righteous fight that could be bigger than fighting for the voiceless, the unprotected, the unborn children? We were born and raised... Eating well... all the kids that are already born in Africa. How about yeah. that? Yeah, uh, we were born and raised well past the births of this movement, uh, and we're taught why and how the fight against the godless humanists, who not only wanted to but also loved to murder babies. Yeah. If we don't outlaw abortion, we will have a slippery slope to death panels, where mm -hmm. 
Twilight Zone episode of Intellectual Elites will determine if you are obsolete or not. We will have a nation uh, where euthanasia would not only become accepted, but would be mandatory where the elderly and handicapped would be put to death. This would also lead to infanticide, where all the unwanted pregnancies and the handicapped will be put to death by the state. Some of us were taught that they would target minorities because Planned Parenthood was started by eugenics and racism. You gotta, you gotta pause for a second there to just let everyone who actually like grew up in the church like breathe because of everything you just said is like a lot and like holy fuck yeah I did believe all that why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, be- I genuinely believe they were performing abortions of mm-hmm. full term babies where they take yep. the baby out of the womb. Or like they'd wait for the baby to crown and then stab it in the back of the head with surgical scissors. Yep. I was told that, and that yeah. I actually believed that. Mm-hmm. I I was I, yep. I remember going to Planned Parenthood with Danielle when I first moved here, and she was getting birth control, and I was like freaking the fuck out because I was like, "We what are we what are we going in here for?" And I'm like looking at every I'm like, "What's going on?" I was like, yep. "I I didn't understand. I didn't even know what the fuck they did. I just thought they just did abortions in there." Yeah, yeah, I always thought it was just a murder factory, yeah. and mm-hmm. um, that we would end up uh, having like state-sponsored euthanasia. And um, n- now I look at myself and I'm like, I am so pro uh, self-assisted suicide that, um, mm-hmm. like, I advocate it for like every state in America. Um, mm. uh, I think you should be able to die with dignity. Um, but that goes beyond this point but yeah we are just showing how your views can evolve and you don't have to be stuck in this but I completely understand like it kind of bothering some people right now that this was actually in your mind Um, some people don't even realize it was there and that it's still there and it maybe even affect what the fuck you believe right now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but uh, this is still being used today uh, this tactic or this belief Mm -hmm. structure um we were taught that anyone who was pro-choice believed all those things and weren't pro-choice but pro-death. Yeah. Starting with the gays because they were anti-baby and just wanted to mind control children to become gay. Uh, we were taught yeah. this. We God. were taught spend. <laughs> so fucking we were, disgusting. <laughs> we were taught to spend time writing speeches, going to marches and protesting abortion clinics was just a good, wholesome, Christ-like time to spend our Saturdays and summer weekends. Mm-hmm. Pure, I got a $1,000 scholarship to college. Congratulations. For a, uh, for a uh, anti-euthanasia speech I did for a speech meet. Like, mm-hmm. that's how in it I was. Yeah. I, yeah. I genuinely, like, the beginning of this speech was like, God gives you your first breath, and God controls your last breath. It was beautiful. I'm embarrassed. Beautiful. Thank you. I feel but like I'm embarrassed. Down my eye. Yeah. All right. Goddamn. Why do you think I fucking won the speech meet? But like. Goddamn yeah. right. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, you don't I, need to tell me. I fucking know. I, yeah. You, I know. <laughs> don't be shy about my skills. Um, you shouldn't. Goddamn it. Yeah. Right. If I have it written out, I can stay on topic. Anyway, um, yeah, that's how in it I was. Humble brag. Um, That's how in it I was. I was so, Mm -hmm. 
completely 100% convinced like nothing could have swayed me at that point I was not open to any reasonable argument because I I had a response yeah and the response was "Uh uh-uh you're a murderer yeah yeah this but is, then once you get those life experiences and you encounter yeah. different people and you gain this terrible thing called empathy and oh yeah that shit changes um that's kind of why they don't want you to learn about this stuff uh, mm-hmm. but, uh so scary how the facts yeah how secluded we all are with this, these beliefs and shit that we don't understand mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. what is actually out there and that we're taught that these people are basically like legit monsters in a book they're yep. out there they're gonna get you yep you better fight them uh, you gotta keep them off keep them at bay god damn it get them back in their cages <laughs> it's like god damn is this fucking ridiculous well Period. and i i was i don't know if you guys were but especially during the satanic panic years i was told that uh planned parenthood funneled uh dead fetuses to satanists yeah. I remember that. Yeah, there's been they funneled them to everything and they sell them to do this or do that or yeah, yada, I remember yada, there was yada, like yada. viral videos like six years ago. I remember that yeah. 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 Um but uh purity culture would infest our minds so that sex would relinquish our urges to fuck in our teenage years because God didn't fuck Mary when, you know, she was fifteen or anything. He didn't, it was immaculate, god damn it. <laughs> Painted the interior of her bedroom. Um, well, and it just nullifies euphemism. Yeah, <laughs> it just nullifies all of that shit that the pastors would always say about. Well, don't have sex if you don't want to get pregnant. It's like pretty sure the religion is founded on something very different. Yep, yep. Um, all this non-sex is more like it nullified it. Am I right? <laughs> <sighs> You're going to put in that old Homer fucking Simpson thing no, you used to no, do, goddammit. All right. We would have youth retreats, youth culture, and music encase itself in the pro-life movement. Um, a certain organization called Rock for Life was a purposeful and disgusting way to indoctrinate an already maligned group within the Christian youth and church. Um, I, I straight up forgot that existed. We uh, Or blocked I'm, it out. Yeah, I'm going, my friend Jamie uh, is going to be on in a future episode. Because uh, she was one of the first people to have a chapter for Rock for Life, um, oh so she God. is uh, she's going to go through that with me. Um, and uh, yeah, if you go back and listen to her episode, she talks a lot about the pro life movement and what she was involved oh. with it. Um, uh, what we weren't taught was the true history of the pro life movement. Uh, well, we were taught it was in response to Roe versus Wade decision in 1973, and women were given autonomy over their sexual lives for the first time in our nation's history. Or in other words, they were given state-sanctioned state murdered licenses. Yes. Uh, A license to kill. <laughs> to kill babies, you monster. How do you like your fetus shakers turn? Sorry. Sorry. Vacuumed. Thank you. Ever had, you. A, ever had fetus tartare before? Mm. Um, no, Mr. Uh, Bond. I want you to learn. Okay. Okay, never mind. Right. Something we never learned is that the almighty Southern Baptist Convention in 1971 passed a resolution that sounds awfully liberal to me. Quote, 
to work there this is a resolution that they agreed on uh was to work for legislation that will allow the possibility of abortion under such conditions as rape incest clear evidence of severe fetal deformity and careful assertion ascertained evidence of the likelihood of the damage to the emotional mental and physical health of the mother end quote hmm. that was the southern baptist convention well they're going to hell the baptist press said of roe in 1973 the u.s supreme court in a seven to two decision that overturned a texas law which denied a woman's right to an abortion except to save her life has advanced the causes of religious liberty human equality and justice religious bodies and religious persons can continue to teach their own particular views to their constituents with all the vigor they deserve desire People whose conscience forbids abortions are not compelled by law to have abortions. They are free to practice their religion according to the tenets of their personal and corp or corporate faith. End quote. Sounds Again, like something someone who uh, paid for a lot of mistresses to have abortions would say. <laughs> no, it That's, sounds like yeah. uh, some like a level-headed. Uh, church publication that was saying that um this uh is you're not a christian you don't have to follow our beliefs and you don't have to get an abortion you know we can yes, follow you our do. beliefs and we're not going to get one um so i thought the liberal agenda was abortions for everybody yeah yeah um That's what I was told. uh yeah mandatory abortions just like china i cannot china. comment on that um so the, now the Southern Baptist Convention completely changed since this point. And uh, Behind the Bastards, the podcast, uh, did an amazing series about how the Southern Baptist Convention became radicalized and how it covered up decades of abuse. Uh, the only thing I will say is that the, chain, the change mobilized over 10 million people to get more involved in politics as well as go completely batshit crazy. Um, also, the two men responsible for these changes are in the finding out phases of their lives. Former President Paige Patterson for how uh, he got in trouble. President for of what? Him. Of the Southern Baptist Conference. Okay, uh, thank you. Yeah, he, uh, he, he's finding out because of how he handled the physical and sexual abuse within the Southern Baptist Conference. And also in a lawsuit where he helped and permitted a Southern Baptist Theological Seminary female student to be raped by another student. What? And yes, uh, it's a very fucked up thing. You should go read it. Um, and no, Paul, I don't want Paul, to. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> and Paul Pressler, who has been sued for molesting and soliciting sex for two men. Uh, oh, it was well, also more than one. Yeah, yeah he's uh these two were the two people that started this radicalization within the southern baptist convention conference or convention and went to the rest of the united states kind of uh, like dropped the bomb yeah um, which one is it, it conference or convention because i've heard both convention i think i might have said conference a couple times but anyway um uh, it was also revealed that in 1978, Pressler was removed from being a youth pastor after a report of an quote-unquote alleged incident. Yeah. So, 
those are the two men that are really against abortion in the Southern Baptist Convention. Um, Can you imagine going to that convention instead of Comic Con? Jesus Christ, that would suck. <laughs> Especially hey, if you boy, were Superman just a, out there. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Hey, little boy, wait, trust a Spider Man. <laughs> Shoot your webs all over me. You like gladiator movies. <laughs> That's like the third airplane reference we've made recently. I love it. Um, in the end, both of these men weaponized their religion to protect themselves and power and hide abusing pieces of shit like themselves for money and power. Um, the idea of abortion and the idea of women having at least some of their full autonomy outside of their religious beliefs was not an issue for not just the United States, uh, for the United States, for the Christian Church as a whole either. Uh, there were all there has always been Catholics and extreme evangelicals, but you're for your average everyday on Sunday Christian, it they didn't really look down on abortion at the time. Um, I, I we might go into the history of abortion through the country, but like we've talked about it before. How even back in the 1700s and 1800s when they were uh, migrating west they had different ways that they would commit abortion because there's nothing worse than going across god knows what's in front of you carrying you know a six-month baby with you if they even get that old um, i know I, so. when i went to church they made it sound like liberals were just going around popping babies like balloons yeah yeah um i know that in the tim LaHaye series we talked about the influence and strength of jerry falwell but he is intricate to this story and why we are where we are today. Um, this whole issue didn't start with pro-life. The issue at the root of this was anti-government. And the root of that was a racist asshole being not just angry that black people could be equal, but no longer are forced to be separate. Even worse, they are being integrated into our white schools. This is the issue. It has nothing to do with being pro-life. You've never wondered why you were in a private school, especially when I was, um, because you're always told it's either because your education is better or because of X or because a Christian education is more important. But the real reasons are to separate you from blacks and gays. That would force you to interact with people outside of your circle and handle conflict and resolution, and you might experience empathy. So, um, when people start talking about today with like homeschooling and mm -hmm. uh, all that other stuff, uh, th these are the reasons why. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Falwell would rage against civil rights and preach about the wonders of segregation and why it would, why it was needed from the national article from, from, Does he not from the, just remind you of that guy from the, uh, Oh brother, where art thou who screams about miscegenation? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, if, if you guys haven't seen it you should watch the, uh, Tammy Baker movie, uh, I believe it's on HBO max with Vincent Donato. The eyes of Tammy Faye. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio plays Jerry Falwell. Oh shit! So good. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. Um, uh, but from the na from the Nation, an article uh, from the Nation, uh, Age of Intolerance. Quote: <laughs> Falwell launched on the warpath against civil rights four years after the Supreme Court's Brown versus Board of Education decision 
to desegregate public schools with a sermon titled Segregation or Integration, which, and this is uh, um, Jerry Falwell words, if Chief Justice Warren and his associates had known God's word and had desired to do the Lord's will, I am quite confident that a 1954 decision would have never been made. Falwell boomed above his congregation in Lynchburg. The facilities should be separate. When God has drawn a line of distinction, we should not attempt to cross that line. What is that line? White and black. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Just in case Fal- you didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Just double checking. Uh, Falwell's Germain Germain continued. Uh, the true Negro does not want integration. Integration. The true Negro <laughs> does not slip. want integrate. Oh my God! Uh, uh, hold on, let me mute myself, guys. Okay. The true Negro does not want integrate in- integration. Yes, he realizes his potential is far better with his own race. Jesus Christ! Falwell went on to announce that integration will destroy our race eventually in one northern city he warned a pastor friend of mine tells me that a couple of opposite race races live next door to his church as a man and a wife <gasps> oh um, god gasp in 1966 he opened lynchburg christian academy the lynchburg oh, news said it was the school let me start that over in 1966 start that over again so i leave myself some space In 1966, he opened Lynchburg Christian Academy. The Lynchburg News said of the school that it was a, quote, a private school for white students. Cool. Great catch. Great, great little tagline. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how your private youngsters. (laughs) I don't know how your private schools were, but mine was very much. They didn't say that, uh, but it was. But they said it. They it was definitely right. thought of. Yeah, uh, my mom told me that she didn't want me to date anybody that was of mixed race or or that would mix races with me. Um, and her excuse was that society will not understand. But it was, uh, yeah, I'm I'm I won't racist. understand. Yeah. yeah, I won't understand, and <laughs> the church won't understand. So <sighs> I don't want to understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, Falwell spoke. Uh, with venom against Dr. Martin Luther King, calling him a communist and causing violence. Jeez. He even worked with J. Edgar Hoover to distribute FBI propaganda against the civil rights movement and Dr. King. So Jerry Falwell is a real motherfucker. What the fuck was he saying? Look, they don't rewind the videotapes before they return them. <laughs> I I had quotes and I just pulled them out of here because it was going to take too long. But it's like you know he's a communist. He's he's bringing more violence to our uh to the cities he's claiming to bring peace but he's the one disrupting it um knowing this motherfucker you i wouldn't be surprised if he was like he's black why isn't that enough (laughs) i Uh, feel like he did behind closed doors right is the door closed he's black (laughs) you know what maybe he didn't even wait wait until the door was closed probably the door open he's black yeah (laughs) Uh, Falwell started Liberty University in 1971. Now, around that time, Jerry was starting this college. Another Christian college got a notice from the IRS. Their tax-exempt status was in jeopardy because they did not allow black students into their school. 
Do you guys remember the Good. school's name? Uh, Bob Jones, right? Yep. Bob Jones. Jones. Bob Jones University allowed all other minorities, just not black students. Hmm. They tried. They tried to joke around, and they found Were out. Were they Mormon? Uh, uh, no. Um, and they found <laughs> I'm out. Just kidding. They, I'm just kidding. I know. I know. Uh, uh, when they tried to let one black student into the school, the IRS took their status, a tax exempt status, away and made them pay back taxes that went back to December 1970 when they got their first notice. Oh God! Great. Yeah. Uh, this was seen as another overreach of the government into the workings of not just our public institutions, <laughs> but now our private and forcing black people into our exclusive white areas. Now, and I'm just not... going to say as a podcast, we all think that's wrong. Okay, thank you. I was Oof. concerned. I was really yeah. worried. Yeah, I'm glad second. I didn't have to put it in here. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, this, anyway, yeah, this is just infuriating. I'm just trying to think of my right words, but they're not coming. Uh, now, not just blacks, but now gays were given teaching positions. Gays were being accepted in society, but just not that. They were allowed to be around our children. Gay people were gaining political power and getting elected to office as well. This is what angered Jerry Falwell. The great white American male was slipping away in power. Yeah, I gotta agree, man. There's too many femme dudes nowadays, I gotta say. I gotta say, you seen that yeah, Harry Styles? You seen that Harry Styles, man? What the fuck? <laughs> Can I just oh. say the age of the great white American male cannot end fast enough? Like, uh, Yes, yes. Um, please stop. Uh, yeah, at this time, abortion was pretty settled throughout the country, until it wasn't. Yeah. Christians until a bunch of justices lied in their hearings under well, oath. I'm not talking. I'm talking about back in the 70s. Oh, this happened before. Okay. This is what history's <laughs> repeating itself. What? No? <laughs> yeah, back in the early 70s, back before most of us were born, uh, abortion was not seen as a controversial topic. Um, uh, in even the the great Southern Southern Baptist Convention that had like 14 million people under its control back then, um, and was more of a powerful institution back then and, than it probably is now, um, they they didn't see a real problem with it either. So, how did it become a problem? Like, why is it a problem? I it's it shouldn't be an issue. Um, but, uh, you know, Christians weren't really political at all back then either, and now they are. Uh, Jerry uh, and his shitbag hip-hugging bastards looked at what the <laughs> civil rights movement did and did the poet. same thing with their base. They learned how to motivate and to move. They learned the importance of mailing lists and registering people to vote. They had done some they had something the civil rights movement didn't have and that was a massive amount of dark money and also the baton of the police officer across your teeth when you even mentioned voting rights for decades mm. so, yeah the only issue was that the government is making us take black people into our schools 
or else we'll lose our tax-exempt status, even though we're filthy fucking rich. Well, that doesn't fit into a yard sign. Um, as <laughs> racist as they are, they know that message had to change. They had to evolve. It was okay to still hate gays and radical black people, but the overt racism can't the overt racism can't fly any longer. Uh, and if a fart squeaks out here or there, we can blame it on the liberal media. Um, the moral majority, which didn't start taking form until six years after Roe versus Wade, adopted a pro-family platform. You know that line, pro-family, that's being used today to try to hurt trans kids and gay people. Um, This is another line we were fed as well. If you were following these guidelines, you aren't pro-family, you are anti-family. This most importantly, back when the moral majority was formed, was stopping gays at all costs. Who is more anti-family than demons who can't even reproduce? The moral majority, again, to cover their outright hate and venom, as homosexuals were being more accepted and empathized with, especially with the AIDS crisis exploding, uh, and the church and Reagan sat on their hands at that time, they took these fringe issues and thrusted them to the front of their hate-filled agenda as a cover for their real plans. They knew that abortion and Roe versus Wade was the hardest dam to break. They knew it was a generational fight. They knew they needed to raise bodies for this fight. They made us believe it was all about babies. Babies are the perfect cover for your racism and misogyny and your homophobia. The people who were once uh live and let live if they wanted abortions or not are now pro death demons anything to add why i continue just cuz i know i've been speaking a lot i need to take a drink anyway what are you drinking uh actually i'm drinking uh mountain dew baja mango gem i'm drinking mountain dew baja blast are you really yeah oh it's like our penises are touching Hey man, oh. hey man, don't make it like that. Just kidding, it's fine. Don't don't make it weird. Hey, you're making it weird. Uh, yeah, right. on purpose. Don't kink shame me. I don't me. want you. To, I don't want to, you to make it weird. It's my job to make it weird. Okay. Well, now. And yes, we I will kink shame you. I'm bringing it back in. Well, now we all. Now we all know our places. Yes. Um. Uh, now, as we are living in absolute ruins of what we are led to believe was going to be a holy and unifying experience and blessing, we are now shown the dark side of abortion, the abortion world that didn't exist or was vastly an over-exaggeration um, that we are led to believe that most abortions were in the third trimester or yeah. partial birth. 90% of abortions are actually done in the first 13 weeks since conception we weren't shown the real world implications of what denying someone an abortion can do we were never taught the trauma of rape and the rape from a family member can have on a human being 
first off, we were taught not to believe those lying whores anyway. Yeah, I mean, if mm. if you're raped, it's your fault anyway. I swear to God, mm-hmm. that's what I was taught. Yep. Yeah. That's what yeah. my mom believes. She's she's said that so many times. Uh, I can't like to the point where it's like it, it was like, hey, you got to shut the fuck up. Like this is not like this is not cool. Um, Isn't it also so funny too how like it, you like they they contradict themselves so much by saying like men can't control themselves, blah blah blah. But then when they talk to the men, it's hey man, you gotta be on your toes. These women are sluts. They're gonna try mm-hmm. to get your wiener mm-hmm. one, no matter mm-hmm. what. It's like yeah. it's so it's. But it has no responsibility. Right, and you're so separated at, at a young age from them that you don't realize that they're playing both ends of the fucking, you know, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so fucked yep. up. Yep. <clears throat> uh, second, we were taught that all life is precious, no matter the production. We were we were never shown the real-life implications of what it takes to have a child in a rapidly changing economic world. We were never shown how unrealistic the nuclear family was becoming. We were never shown what it's like to be poor in the United States, even though Donovan and I were pretty poor growing up. Um, I know I was always taught that poor it was poor people's fault for being poor yeah. and that things like affirmative action were killing the real workers' jobs. Yeah. And if you ever uh, you get taught some racist jokes about blacks not working, and hey, don't don't get offended. It's just a joke. Yeah. Well, uh, stereotypes come from somewhere, don't you know? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, we were told. That like, I'm not yeah. ta- I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about like them. I don't mean them. You know, like the dirty ones. Oh my god. That's what we yeah. like. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's it's a terrible thing to say, but that's literally I, something I would. No, talk. no. I heard, yeah, I heard similar things, especially from older people in the church all the fucking mm-hmm. time. Um, I was just going to comment really quick on the thing you said about, like, the growing up poor thing. Like, the two, it was really fucked up, too, and double-layered, because, like, we did grow up poor, but my father would, like, say, oh, but we're not poor, because they're, like, they're poor. Like, yeah, if you yeah. do it the way they live. And I'm like, we live right mm-hmm. next to them. We're the same as them. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. No, but, like... But like them, nah, man. Like it was, I fucking hate that shit. Yep, yep. That's why I put it in here. Yeah. No, no, I'm just, I'm just yeah. I agree, man. Yeah. Uh, we were never shown the pregnancies and emergencies that would happen during childbirth. Mm-mm. We were taught that these things were either red herrings or that they were so rare that it's not even a concern. Right. I, I was always told, straw man. Yeah. I was always told, oh, you'll childbirth and pregnancy are the most magical times in your life and yeah it's gonna hurt but you'll forget the pain when you look at your beautiful baby and it's like yeah i got two really beautiful babies uh yeah but i remember the pain yeah um yeah coming like from my perspective i they didn't you know of course yeah we weren't donovan and i were probably weren't taught anything but um Uh yeah, actually, that's yeah. My father uh, actually made me watch my sister's birth like videos. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I don't know why that. Uh, I don't know what the like what was supposed to learn from that, but that's that's just something. I bet he was trying to. I bet he was trying to scare you away from having sex. 
Oh no, that's exactly what it was because he talked to the whole fucking thing, and I think it w- I think it went back to like birth control and shit. Like this is, this is that's all you need. This is your punishment. I'm like, thanks for making me watch this. It was yep. so you saw your mom's vagina. Uh, His sister. That's what you're telling me. I your sister's saw... vagina. <laughs> was it your mom's or your sister's? Uh, no, it was like my mom's giving birth to my sister. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it was. My I heard mom. your sister's birth video, and I was like, "You watched it?" Well, it's what it is. It's my mom giving birth to my sister. <laughs> so, thanks. For, All right. This is thanks, Tom. You're, You're the one who brought it up. <laughs> That's why I thanks myself, Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, it's just like yeah. a surface memory because you said the thing about we didn't know a lot about childbirth. I'm like. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, there was so much, like, that I didn't understand. Like, yeah. not just being a father, but, like, no, just yeah. nothing when it came to having kids or even, like, just having a marriage. So, um, but, yeah. Um, no, they do uh, not warn you how difficult it is, do they? No. no. Um yeah, we, we talked about talk- that a lot on the purity episode too. About yeah, how it's like yeah. ingrained, like massa- like the the all of it's just there that we, you just just set up for failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were never taught uh, what it's like to be a minority seeking an abortion in this country, um, or even being poor. Uh, we were taught that they were lining up twenty four seven to get babies sucked out of them. Yep. Um, now, according to the U.S. Census numbers from 1990 to 2006, white people have around 48,000 of the 62,000 abortions that are reported each year to the census during that time for the census. Wait, is um, that more than minorities? I, this, I'm going to get into that for a second. Black people, 9,000, and Hispanics, around 4,000 a year. Uh, now, I understand this is widely underreported because I know not everyone fills out the census properly. Um, but even by gutter matcher, gutter mocker, gut mocker, sorry, even by gut mocker institute says that abortions are split among black, Hispanic and white people. So either or it doesn't really matter because we were led to believe that, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys were led to believe I was believed that minorities are more susceptible to abortions than anybody else. And they did that. Oh, they, for sure. The yeah. church does that for like fucking everything too. For like yeah. unemployment, it's 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 all the minorities, but like that's not true either. Yeah. Like all that shit. Welfare are, queens, welfare yeah. queens. Yeah. Yeah. Black people are fucking every time they can, anywhere they can, and they're getting pregnant, and they're just having abortions twenty four seven. But but wait, yeah. didn't you just say they were trying? They were getting the babies for more food stamps and stuff? No, no, no. I didn't. I mean, uh. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, they do that once they get hit, once they get stuck with one. They just keep having them over and over and over. Yeah, Jesus, <sighs> that's shit that we were taught. Um, yeah. Uh, now the Supreme Court uh, have made abortion rights a state issues, and probably will eventually make it a national ban. Their true motives are coming to light, and I don't think any of us. Uh, but I'm I, I'm seeing on. Um, sorry, I don't think any uh, of us oh, are really shit. in I thought, shock. I thought I lost you. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, I don't think you know any of us are in shock, and I'm. But I'm seeing a lot of ex-Christians and even quote-unquote liberal Christians in shock of what happened 
and what they've been told is going to happen next. Uh, Justice Thomas said that the court should reconsider uh, the cases that determine contraception, gay marriage, and gay rights. Senator John Cornyn of Texas tweeted that the court should consider the cases that outlaws segregation and also separate but equal. Great. Yeah, that just sounds. Yeah, I wrote that, and I was like, you know, okay, um, great. Yeah. Um, this is like watching somebody pour gasoline on your car and you're like, what are you doing? And then they're like, oh, oh, oh. I don't know, like about yep. to light a match. And you're like, yep. what's happening? Uh, they took unborn children and used it as a shield to smash through the legal dam. This is what is next. And I feel like shit because I partic- partook in all of it. But I'm also furious that I was forced to- into indoctrination. Uh, and had to spend years uh, of my own mental health uh, in my own time breaking the bonds of that bullshit. Uh, many of us are still being held by the niceties of society to stay quiet with our family and to not rock the boat, and I 100% get it. But I'm also going to tell you this. This doesn't stop with your state deciding if abortion is legal, illegal or not. My son will not be able to love who they want to love. My niece's marriage will be void. They will both be outlawed. Your schools will be split and your kids' friends will be sent to separate schools. Look at the Texas GOP platform if you think I am overreacting. Look at what is going on in Florida right now. So when people say voting isn't enough, this is what I mean. I mean, give money or get money for organizations that need it. March, put up yard signs, shut down shitty people at the jump, no matter who they are. Yep. If your loved ones don't respect you enough to at least not to beat their chest in front of you, knowing full well how you feel, they are not loved ones. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again. If you go to a family function, and one of your quote-unquote loved ones decides to start dropping insults, dropping let's uh, let's talk about abortion and uh, be assholes about it. Um, those are complete power moves. I think we talked about this before, but um, yeah. they are trying to control the situation, the environment. They're trying to put you on guard and make you offended and trying to get you out like not like to take away all power from you um it's literally saying that my beliefs are more important than yours and fuck you well my beliefs are more important than everything that's going on right now and your comfort well yeah yeah absolutely i will burn this whole fucking party down if i don't get to say what i want to say yeah that's exactly that yeah so um i i know that uh i've distanced myself from my family I no longer uh, contact with them or hang out with them or see them. Um, if I did and any of the shit came up, it would be a very short visit. Um, As it should be. Yeah. Um, I'm worried about that shit too and uh, just physical altercations, to be completely honest. Yeah. Because um, my, uh, my, my anger and stuff. So, yeah. I don't. We're going. I, yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, I really that's uh, that's what I was gonna say. I'm just stammering. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. We're gonna. I'm. I'm hoping that enough people get this into their system before the holidays come around, because it is gonna be. This might be one of the. You thought Trump year was bad that he first got into yeah. office like after Christmas, mm-hmm. and every year after that, it's not. It's not gonna be anywhere close. This is gonna be terrible. Um, this so decision much. has done divided the country so much more and emboldened I, a lot of people. Ab- yeah, I absolutely agree with that sentiment because I've never been this um, angry with evangelical Christianity um, and people like that in my life as I was now. I thought I was mad in 2004 with the Iraq war. <clears throat> but uh yeah this tops it um i haven't been able to sleep um mm-hmm. i've been aggravated i've been depressed uh talked about it in therapy for i think three weeks now <laughs> so it's uh it's on my mind um and i know that i'm not the only one um i'm just i'm so. kind of just avoiding it still like internally uh, I know. I just, I don't want to, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really fucking worried about my kids. Yeah. And yeah. That's all I keep thinking about. So, I don't know. That's what, that, that's why I'm like the physical thing. Cause I don't give a fuck about anything about me or anything. But when it comes to mm-hmm. my kids, and if I just hear a wrong word said to my kids or about my kids, I'm going to lose my shit. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but it's um, coming. It's I coming. know it's coming. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to like mentally prepare now and just go back. Like, hey, man, remember that shit you had to deal with when you were a kid and you can handle it? You're good. You're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just yeah. sucks that you have to go back to that mentality because some people just are so fucking full of themselves that they think they need to control other people. Yeah. Uh, Before the midterms even happen, um, we might actually already see a repeal of all those three things the contraception, um, uh, gay rights and gay marriage we could see those before even the midterms happen depending on how this court works um, all they need is a case and they can decide whether to hear it or not um, they can fast track it uh, and they have the complete power they have a 6 to 3 majority people um, so uh, I say that because I'm telling you that even voting this midterm it's not a midterm fix uh, this oh. is a generational fight. This is a generational swing back the other way. Um, I wish I could say it was one election or even the next presidential election, but it's not. And it starts with lo- state and local elections um, because your community is, you have more power in your community than you do on a state and federal level. Um, so, and you got to start protecting the people in your community um but uh yeah um but uh also uh don't look to politicians to fix fix this um people like because they won't yeah people like joe biden nancy pelosi and mitch mcconnell are all the same i'm sorry if you don't want to hear that i voted for joe biden just because i can't i can't endorse a fascist um but I in sorry I'm gagging. It's okay. <laughs> oh God, you're disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So, but I in no way support the man at all. Um. And he has a long history of 
pro-life uh, affiliations and beliefs. I think he's pro-life. I do. I absolutely believe he's pro-life, and I believe that's why we've seen barely anything from him on yeah. any of this. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Nancy Pelosi, shove it up your ass with those $14 emails. Um, oh, my God, right? Yeah, this is not the time to wear a quinte cloth and say a poem. Um, but uh, we don't have the time. Uh, sorry. We don't have the time, but look at the head of the Democratic Party and how buddy they, buddy they are with anti-choice people. Mm-hmm. Biden came under fire recently for considering a judge, appointing a judge who is a pro-life judge to a lifetime court seat. That shouldn't even this be a fucking thing to begin with, man. No, well, there yeah, should be absolutely. no lifetime, lifetime offices. Yeah, there should absolutely Looking be. Looking at nothing. you, Senate. Yeah. Um, there should be term limits. There should be term limits on judges, everything. But this dude, just days after the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, was considering taking a pro-life judge and appointing, appointing them to a lifetime seat. Look, and in his defense, he's never really been able to read the room. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. Um, you made the point. That's a good point. Um, and it wouldn't have been the first time he did it. Um, when uh, They called him like, hey, man, that was supposed to be next month. And he's like, oh, shit, what? Yeah. Look how you he what, handled man? it. <laughs> go back in time and go, go look how he treated Anita Hill. Yep. During uh, during that sex abuse thing with Clarence Thomas, yep. he treated her like absolute bullshit, and he's on the Supreme Court. So, um, yeah, that shows you what kind of man he is. But uh, I don't. Yeah, uh, sorry. You you're having a tough thing last week with talking about parents losing their kids, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck if his kids died. Um, <laughs> Whose kids? Joe, Biden? Joe Biden's, yeah, yeah. So, no, because he always I, I plays mean, that feel, like a fiddle too. I I feel bad for anybody who's lost a child. Truly, I do. But I also think um, that Joe Biden can go fuck a cactus. Mm-hmm. So. I don't even know. If, okay, I was gonna make a joke, but it was probably too far. I'll tell you guys at the end. <laughs> yeah. No, just so. tell us, and Chaz can edit it out or leave it in if it's. I was going to say, he probably honestly doesn't even remember anymore. He's reminded every day, like 50 first dates. That's horrible. And like, hello, Mr. President. He's like, I made it. I won. And you're like, yeah, but here's some bad news. <laughs> yeah. It's just like when yeah. Reagan was in office and it was like, what do we even do with you? You, you don't. Yeah. Jelly yeah. beans. You don't know what's going on. Jelly yeah, exactly. beans. My wife likes to wear red, and she gives great blowies. He walks around with balls out jelly beans. (laughs) We've had two semi-competent presidents in my lifetime, uh, and that was the first George Bush, even though he was a fucking monster, but at least he could put sentences together. Uh, and, And Barack Obama are the only two people that could put, you know, could talk a whole paragraph without messing up um listen so, so everybody could, else is so could, morons how are these our leaders so could slick willie bill clinton could talk i forgot about bill clinton oh my god and he played the fuck out of the saxophone he did play the fuck out of the saxophone yeah 
Yeah, he was also a fucking monster. Um, but uh, okay, calm down, yeah. Jesus. No, I I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna edit out. No, I do too. I just felt like that was strong. He went a little overboard with that. I mean, he was fine the rest of the episode, but that one, that one pushed me over the line. Sorry, Chaz. I got a little, I got a little aggressive. That's it. No, you go, you go to, you know, you go to Reagan, Bush two, uh, Trump, and now Biden. It's just like incompetent human beings. Like not just bad political leaders, but just people that have no couldn't run a Taco Bell um, if you gave them training. That's hard work, though. Not, oh, I actually know that is, but I mean, I I, I can run a Taco Bell. I don't right, think I'd be able to but not everybody can. Yeah, I know that, but never mind. No, other but there's, job you want me to I fucking get, use? I get what he's saying. <laughs> I worked at Taco I'm Bell sorry. for three fucking years, man, and and there are people that are managers at Taco Bell that but just got there yeah. that somehow, and then they just make it work for their fucking life, and you're like, how the fuck? I'm talking about the guys that come in with their visors upside down, their cl- mm-hmm. shirts not tucked in, reeking of weed, and, you know, and then they're, like, throwing fucking chalupas out the window for free, but they're still a manager. That's yep. that. Yep. That, yep. Guy. that guy. That guy. I know to, that guy. But I have you that have guy to know how much there. sour cream to put on. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's certain perks. There's perks to being certain people with, like, being friends with that guy. You get the perks. Otherwise, you get fucked schedules. You got to close every fucking weekend. <laughs> but listen, the Mexican the pizza and... is back. Have yeah, you not watched yeah. social media? It's Mexican pizza. Have you not watched social media? That's my favorite <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Have you not seen the thing on your phone? <laughs> Have you not watched but, that uh, movie on the YouTubes? Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, to recap the episode, the pro-life movement was built on racism and the rejection of government have any having any say whatsoever in anything Christians do, whether that's separating black people, separating gays um, from society, even in admire uh, not admiring, acknowledging them, um, and they put babies up in the front of it as a shield. Um, to to hide everything. I was um, going to mention too, I remember hearing at one point when I was in high school or something that there was also another thing where someone said that uh, because there was more white people on welfare and stuff and, and that were poor uh, that, that were in the, under the poverty line, they were trying to make it so the more poor people couldn't get abortion so the white mm-hmm. population would grow and uh, become more of the majority. Yeah, there's a um, there's a famous, I want to say he's an economist, but I might be wrong. He wrote a book called The Birth Dearth. Yeah. And uh, it basically laid out the um, the reasons why, why ending abortion would be benefit the white race. Yeah. And one of the reasons is that the white race is becoming a minority. Yeah. And uh, so we should out- force people to have more kids. If you yep, if you outlaw abortion, it'll force more white families to have more babies. Even though you're forcing everybody else to, you're the upping show. that population and yeah. you're upping that those numbers. Um, yeah, meaning cool. more white people, more Christians. If you so, get yep. them in there, more all of it. Oh, yeah, and then what if I don't want would... to? Though you got no rule you got no laws to say that you can't that you have to do it like you have to do it now 
So. I have to have more babies. You got to have more babies, especially in Florida. I don't want it. I don't want it. They're just going to put you in, like, you're going to become like the, what movie was that? Hmm. Not Gattaca. It's that one where they have, like, the pregnant clones. Is that the one yeah, you're talking about? I think so. And they're just like. With the, Scarlett Johansson. The Island. Maybe. The Island no. with Ian McGregor. Ian yes. McGregor and Scarlett Johansson. My what oh, fucked me man. up was he was also in Gattaca, Gattaca, and that's the original movie I was thinking Lost of. Lost translation. Right. That was it. What? What the fuck? Where they forced <laughs> Bill Murray to have babies the whole rest of the movie. <laughs> uh, no, but I forget what the movie was. But like it was like a like the fantastic. it might have been Fox. a cartoon, but like uh, the uh, the these mothers are like basically breeding like cows kind of and they just keep pumping babies out i don't know what it was it's anyway matrix. was it the matrix i don't know it just made sense to something me. matrix like like that so the handmaid's anyway. tale yes yeah. and the handmaid's tale yeah great um <laughs> with that do you guys have anything to add before we wrap this up um uh nope <laughs> oh i got one for you DeSantis can kiss my ass. It's our next president. Yeah, he needs to stop being a fucking coward and unblock me from his Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Um, Tomorrow <laughs> she wakes up to go check and she is and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm blocked by so many random people on Twitter. DM. I think I'm on some kind of list. I'm blocked <laughs> by like Jamila Jamil. I've never had any interaction with her. Why am I blocked? You probably What's said something on? at one point. You were sipping too much wine that night. Oh, I'm sure I said something, but what was it? <laughs> Quit being a coward and talk to me. That's probably what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Just kept sending her messages and not responding. Quit being a coward. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> So I, I hope we help clear up some of the um, if there's any confusion with how the pro-life move st movement started or if you help them process any guilt that it, maybe you were involved with it at some point. All of us feel it or felt it. Um, uh, did you guys ever have to go pray at the Planned Parenthood at night? No, I never did that. Christ. So We did that a lot. We we would meet at midnight in front of Planned Parenthood and pray for the souls of all the babies that and then like go a, to Denny's. It sounds like a striper lyric. <laughs> Honestly, it Meet does, me it? at the Planned Parenthood. At midnight, we're going to see all the slaughtered babies. <laughs> and then I'll buy you what moves over my hand now. <laughs> Fuck you, Satan. <laughs> Definitely um, no moons over Miami and hell. Yeah, so I hope that if you're feeling lost and frustrated out there or, you know... We all are. Yeah, we all are, and we're all there, and this is helping us process this and get through it and game plan, and we got some cool stuff. Well, I don't say cool, but uh, we got some stuff coming up in the I works said cool. for... Yeah, for pro-life month or something I just, or other. When 
when Amy Comey Barrett was put on some Supreme Court, that's when I knew. I yeah. knew this was coming. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. still it's... blows my fucking mind that they were able to pull this shit. Uh, I mean, I... It, just, it took people without any morals or... Uh, Compassion. Compassion or want for democracy. So, um, yeah. And a lot of money. And a lot of money, a lot of dark money. Uh, we discussed yeah. that with Tim LaHaye and how much dark money went into uh, Amy Coney Barrett and uh, Brett Kavanaugh um, mm -hmm. and some of the other justices. Um, yeah, just think of how many justices are on the Supreme Court that were were put there by presidents that didn't have the uh, popular vote. Um, it's very upsetting. And they're unelected and yet serve for life. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. There's a lot of other that things. Seems... With, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg not retiring what she should have and Obama not doing what he should have when uh, when uh, Scalia Merrick died. Merrick Garland. Well, yeah, uh, when yep, he tried to get Mary Garland. Yep. Who is actually a very level-headed, center-of-the-road guy. But yeah, the moment you not... put Amy, Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Comey Barrett on there, that's when you know, like, you know, we're fucked. Yeah, nobody Amy Comey like... Barrett is the worst kind of woman. Oh, absolutely. She's, yeah. the, she's a woman who goes through doors and then slams them behind her. So mm -hmm. no other woman can. She's a traitor. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were a lot of mistakes done that brought us to this. Uh, and um, they cannot be undone right now. But uh, just strap in and be ready. If ever. If they can ever be undone. This is such a huge step backwards. <sighs> Yeah, um, I, I, because they're not stopping I, there. That's the thing. No, if they were like, "This is the one thing." Okay, like not that it's good, but we can fight this. Like we'll, we'll we can reverse this, you know. But now, mm -hmm. next, you know, uh, five years from now, um, it's going to be really interesting to see where we are with our laws yeah. in this country. Um, but yeah, you can buy a gun. So, I have a couple. And carry it wherever you want to. That. What? So. Why does what? So. That just sounds like escalation. <laughs> Here in Florida, it's only a three-hour class to get your concealed carry. Ooh, Look, man! They make I'm you go too to a crazy class. For that. Yeah, nice. I know, right? For that. That's a restriction. Nice. I'm saying that on Second audio Amendment right now. rights. I'm saying that on record. I'm. T I don't. I. I'm too crazy to have a gun. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So. I don't. I don't need a gun. So if that well, okay, happens... I have, I have a couple of guns, but I don't need to be carrying a gun every day. Someone will cut me off in traffic and endanger my kids, and I'll lose my yeah. fucking mind. Yeah, falling down. movies. Did I ever tell you guys about the time that I got out of my car and threw my shoe into someone's car because they tried to run me off the road with my kids in the car? Allegedly. Allegedly. No, they did. 
alleged no they didn't they tried to run me off the road because i was driving a 20 year old minivan that doesn't go very fast and people here in miami are fucking yeah. dick holes and uh, i didn't go fast enough through an intersection so they tried to run me off the road and i had both of my babies in the car and i can't like there was not rational thought in my brain mama bear i pulled up behind them at uh the stoplight and i just got out and smacked my chancla against their car several times and i was like there's babies in that car you stupid asshole (laughs) and then i threw it at them and went back to my car and my three-year-old at the time was like mom and I think good people in the car were like who throws a shoe honestly (laughs) honestly Uh, Me, I don't own a I gun, saw red. let alone many guns that would necessitate a gun rack. gun rack. <laughs> we have like a we have like a little safe. If it's a, like a little head, tiny, I'm very upset. <laughs> a little tiny gun safe. Uh, um. Yeah, I guess with that we should close up. Uh, okay, okay. Up. Sorry. Um. Uh. So join us next week. Uh. I don't know what we're talking about. Anyway, uh, join us next week. But until then, uh, you can message us at xcompod at gmail.com. You get a hold of Donovan, Chrissy, or I that way. Uh, You can uh, follow us on Instagram at xcompod and TikTok at xcompod. You can follow us on Facebook at the X Communication Station podcast. Um, and you can follow me at uh, Chaz X Cure or 17 underscore seconds and listen to my other podcast, uh, The Holy Hour, where Antonio, Gavin, and I talk all things cure related. And Donovan, what's your hot take for the day? Oh, my, my, my hot take for the day is that now that John Williams is retiring, we can officially call that motherfucker the will I am of film composers. <laughs> Okay. That's my hot take because that motherfucker lifted so much music, like the fucking the the little scene from Home Alone where they're running to the fucking plane. I was shit from fucking Nutcracker. Fuck this guy. I'm sick of this shit. No one Where's talks about it button? enough. <laughs> Hans Zimmer, man. No, Hans Zimmer. Dis- That's the fucking composer. <laughs> Tyler Bates is even a better fucking composer. That shit's original. I'm. That's some metal guitar and fucking operatic shit. I'm. I'm just sick of it. And stop wow. Danny Elfman. I'm sorry, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Is better Elfman than all fuck of them. yes. Don't even get me started on Danny Elfman. Oingo Boingo for life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's my hot take. I just, I'm. No one mentions it enough for me. There's just so many songs where it's just like so many themes, and you're just like, I've, I heard this in, in music class when I was in fifth grade. I love it. Very good. Very good. I highly uh, agree. Chaz, Chrissy D. <laughs> Chrissy D, uh, yeah, I could care less. Uh, but <laughs> thanks for adding fuel to the fire, though. I appreciate it. Yeah, Mike. no problem, no problem. Um, Chrissy, do you have anything for us? Yeah, man. Um, so I actually made a note to talk about this one because I, I don't know if you've noticed, but sometimes I don't think about uh, what I'm supposed to recommend on this podcast. Um, so. Uh, I would. I read a bunch of Sherman Alexi this week, and um, love Sherman Alexis. Yes. Yeah, big fan. So, uh, 
There's one of his short stories, which is in, I think, the Lone Ranger and Tonto Fist Fight in Heaven, called The Approximate Size of My Favorite Tumor. It was very healing for me this week because it's mm-hmm. about someone struggling with cancer, and I lost my mom to cancer a few months ago, and it was it was nice. I've been on, I've been kind of a, I've been on the struggle bus about that lately. Um, so it's been... It's been helpful. Good. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, any of his books are really great. Um, the Absolutely True Di- Diary of a Part-Time Indian, also wonderful. And cool. he's, he's a uh, really cool Native American author uh, who writes really cool Native American stories. And if you want to read it, uh, you won't be sad about it. Um, also, if you would like a fan fiction recommendation, hit me oh, up God. in our email because I will hook you the fuck up. Um, Those emails have not been coming in, Chrissy. They will. I, I've they been deleting will. them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see them like, uh, I see REQ and then it says that sweet, sweet fan fiction. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> listen, listen, the both of you. Hot and hard my people for fan are fiction. out there. My people are out there. I'm confirming. People are out there. I'm just not letting you connect with them. Yeah, yeah we don't need <laughs> that community. I'm just kidding. Kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, uh, with that, um... peace be with you. And with your butt. Man, again with this. <laughs> <laughs> my son and, told me the other day that I say butt too much. <laughs> the same child who, the same child who spent like thirty minutes that morning uh, rubbing his butt on his brother and laughing hysterically says, "I'm obsessed with butts." What the what fuck? He learned it from somebody. Yeah, he learned it from watching you. All oh, right, damn all it. right, everybody say. I like my looks. I like my personality. Choice to make almost every second that I'm away.